The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our gospel reading for this past Sunday, the 20th Sunday after Pentecost. This is the beginning of Jesus' parable of the tenants in the vineyard. From Matthew 21, verse 33, Jesus said, Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and went away on a journey. My dear friends in Christ, Jesus spoke this parable of the tenants in the vineyard on Tuesday before for his crucifixion on Tuesday of Holy Week. The Jewish religious leaders, they had basically just shortly before this, they had challenged Jesus, questioning the authority that he had in preaching as he did teaching and performing the miracles that he performed. They challenged his authority because they were desperately looking for some reason, something that they could use against Jesus to get rid of him. Well, they challenged Jesus, and because of that, Jesus told this parable. This parable to show that even though they thought maybe that they were, that they weren't really serving God, and that they were heading straight to their eternal destruction, despite the fact that maybe they did think, falsely of course, that they were serving God. This parable was a strong warning to those Jewish religious leaders, and it's also a strong warning for us to be careful, to make sure we are faithfully serving the Lord, but it is that warning, but it's also an encouragement for us that we be God's faithful servants because our Savior, our God, has rented us a vineyard. And when I say he's rented us a vineyard, he wants us to do his work. He wants us to spread the gospel message. Well, Jesus said again here, there was a landowner who planted a vineyard he put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and went away on a journey. In the parable, the landowner is God. The vineyard would first refer to God's chosen people, to Israel. The wall, the wine press, and the watchtower which were built well, that all reminds the, was to remind the Israelites of all that God had graciously done for his people. He gave them his word, and he gave them the promise of the Savior. He blessed them with his presence in a way that no other people at that time had ever experienced. And he did many miraculous things to keep them safe to preserve that nation how greatly God had blessed his chosen people. Well, that was then. Today, God's vineyard is his holy Christian church, that is, all true believers. And today, we 
by God's grace, belong to God's chosen people. We've been blessed in so many ways, just as the Israelites were. We have easy access to the word of God and, and to worship that we can and probably do at times take for granted because it is so easily accessible to, to study the word and to, to worship our God. But like God's people, what we really have to do is we have to say how greatly God has blessed us. And now the landowners going away, well, think of that as God making us and having us here as his believing children and then giving us the opportunity to serve him until, until the end of time, until the end of our lives. Well, how greatly God has blessed us. There was a young man who received an envelope from his grandfather upon his, upon his graduation from high school. He decided that what he was going to do is save that envelope and not open it up until he finished college. And the reason for that is because he had heard from his grandfather how, how his grandfather was going to give him thousands of dollars in bonds. And what he decided to do is he decided to discipline himself by saving those bonds to start up his career and his family following, following graduation from, from high school, from college. So for four long years, he worked. He went to school during the day and in the evenings. He worked at a job. He wore himself out. Finally, he graduated and upon graduation with diploma in hand, he finally then also opened up that envelope that he had gotten from his grandfather. And as he had been told, it did contain thousands of dollars, several thousand dollars worth of bonds. But to his dismay, what it also included was a complete scholarship to one of the finest colleges in the land. I tell you this story to encourage us to look at how greatly God has blessed us. It's so easy for us to concentrate on our, on our problems and troubles and overlook, miss, or take for granted all the blessings that God graciously gives to us and to take them for granted, to overlook them, kind of like, well, that Young man, he had such blessings from his grandfather, but he left it in a closed envelope. He had them, but he didn't use them. And well, now we have such blessings from God. Jesus lived and died for us. He paid for all of our sins. We are forgiven. We are God's children. We are heirs of heaven. We are the most blessed people in the world. But we could overlook that. We could overlook it. We could take it for granted. So let's not forget to open up our Bibles regularly and often so that we can get the additional blessings that God has waiting for us in his word. 
let's regularly, faithfully, and often worship our God. Go to Bible classes and Sunday school and get those extra blessings from our God. How greatly God has blessed us. And the fact of the matter is, is that he wants to bless us through his word, especially, so much more. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we're faced with so many problems in our sin-troubled world, but we've also received so many blessings from you, your grace, mercy, and love, and ultimately you'll give us heaven. Help us always to see how truly blessed we are and how much more you want to give us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.